Hey guys, so I was sitting here thinking all day, like, what am I going to talk about? I was trying to think up a theme. I was trying to think up topics. And I was honestly starting to get, like, a little bit overwhelmed. So then I was like, whoa, 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 take it back, right? This isn't the reason that I decided to do this. This is literally just because... I want to do it and because I feel like now um, from like how many of you guys have connected with me I feel like it's something that we all collectively kind of need together um, for artists to have an open space and then for people to better understand artists too. Um, So I actually (laughs) went on a rant about uh streaming services the other day and i was like this is exactly what i'm gonna talk about streaming services i fucking hate them all artists fucking hate them let's talk about it let's talk about you know fucking inflating numbers and you know not getting enough pay and you know all that stuff all that bullshit right and then i was like well wait a second this all ties back to one thing and that's health Health is like the topic of this entire podcast. Um, So your mental health, your physical health, uh, shit, whatever other health there is. (laughs) So, yeah, I was sitting there thinking about it and I was like, well, what the fuck am I going to say? And I, you know what? I don't want to put any sort of timer on this podcast. I don't want to put any sort of restrictions or limits on myself. I don't want to set like a schedule and be like, this is exactly what you can expect from me all the time because that is the exact same stress that burnt me out with music, right? So I I don't want to do that with this. I want this to be something that when I do it, I'm enjoying it and you guys are enjoying it and we're both getting something out of it. So... We're going to talk about health. Um, And the reason that I chose to talk about this is because the amount of people that have been listening to the podcast and have been writing me, and even though I do appreciate it, a lot of the messages that I've gotten are like, are you okay? And I just want to say, first off, yes, I'm okay. I have been through a lot the last seven years um, pursuing music. And there was a time when I wasn't okay. (laughs) This is not that time. I'm literally just on here ranting, you know, whatever. But, um, and this isn't just to be like, yeah, I'm okay. Like, I'm just ignoring my feelings. No, it's like, no, like, I'm actually in a good place in my life right now. Um... I am facing a lot of health issues, unfortunately, and I'll get into more detail on that later, but overall, I am so much better off than I was a few months ago, or a year ago even, and my health has improved both physically and mentally. I'm sorry, my dog is going crazy. One second. Sorry about that. My dog goes a little bit crazy whenever (laughs) she hears anything. But, um, okay, what I was trying to say is I am 
better than I have been the last seven years. Am I 100%? Absolutely not. I'm not going to fucking lie to you guys. I have been battling a lot of health issues, unfortunately. Some of them just kind of naturally occurred. Others, well, I would say music has caused the majority of my health issues, and I'll explain that in a second. But the reason that I decided today that I wanted to talk about this is because I cleaned out my closet today, and it's fucking crazy because it's just the littlest, dumbest thing, right? Just that one little thing, just clearing out my closet of all this artist clutter. And I mean, like, it wasn't even cluttered as in crazy, like, everything's everywhere, disorganized, right? No, literally, like, I had I had my closet pretty fucking nice, and everything was, like, color-coordinated and shit like that. But, like, my closet literally looked like Ronald McDonald's closet or some shit. It was just... So many colors everywhere and like vibrant and like bright you would literally look in my closet and like go blind it was like all highlighter colors and shit that used to be me that seriously used to be me I used to be a very like vibrant and like ah you know I don't know if I'm getting old or I've like dimmed down a little bit I think I think just from overdoing it always having to be this persona that I once was and then grew out of it like stress me the fuck out like there would be times when I would wear outfits and I was like this is not me anymore this was me when I was like 20 21 you know but like I'm fucking 30 years old (laughs) like like can I just chill at home and like not have to wear this shit even like the getting ready process was so fucking stressful for me because like I'm not a makeup artist I fucking hate doing my makeup like if I could just walk out with a little bit of mascara. That's what I would do. That's literally what I do. I, if I'm going somewhere, I literally curl my lashes, put some mascara on, I'm out the door. I can't do that with music. Like, I haven't been able to do that at all. I hated having to do my makeup every fucking show and, like, wear, like, this ridiculous clothes after a while, like... <laughs> It just wasn't me anymore. It just didn't feel like me. So I had like major imposter syndrome within myself as like I was having to pretend outwards that I wasn't, you know, this like sad about it. It, it, It's just it's a trip. Like it's really a trip looking back now and seeing like everything I've had to do. It's so fucking crazy. If you look at the photos on my Instagram currently, like, I'm wearing all these outfits. They're all colorful, all crazy, all vibrant, all highlighter. Boom, 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 right? Everything's a huge impression. I honestly, I look at those photos and I'm like, damn, like, I look fly as fuck, right? Like, I feel really good about it. But then (laughs) my internal, like who I really am deep down inside, which is like an old soul, a fucking grandma, um, is just like, yeah, that that looks exhausting. <laughs> I, I, I constantly have these two like different personalities battling each other, which is hilarious considering I'm, I'm a Gemini. It's like, oh yeah, well, that makes sense. But my artist persona is one thing, and then who I really am is another thing. And it's gotten to a point in my life where I was like, you know what? I just want to be who I am all the time. Like, I don't want to do this anymore, you know? So 
I was clearing out my closet today and it just felt so good. If you guys saw my closet, you would not believe that it's the same person's closet. I literally have earthy tones. That's it. Like, those are my favorite colors. That is all I want to wear. I don't want to stand out. I don't want anybody noticing me when I'm walking down the street. It's like, I don't like the attention. Like, I really don't. And I think, like, that kind of developed in me after, like, having so much attention for so long. It's like, I, I don't, I don't want it anymore. <laughs> like, I really, I'm good. Like, I just want to chill and I just want to, like, be with my real friends and I just want to be at home doing my thing and I just want to be reading a book or you know minding my own business drinking a tea like down the street at a cafe like that's actually me so cleaning out my closet was like a very unexpectedly nice thing and so it got me thinking like oh my god that's what I want to talk about is like doing the little things that mean so much to you is so important especially when you're trying to maintain your mental health in such a fast-paced industry that just doesn't give a fuck about you whatsoever. Like, you have to live your life outside of what your artist persona is. You can't just be your artist persona all the time, or you have to do it without having an artist persona. Like, just be your fucking self, you know? Like, believe it or not, you can get fans being yourself. You can get fans just expressing exactly what's on your mind. And to be honest, it's been pretty fucking crazy because I feel like ever since I started expressing like how I actually feel, I've gotten a lot more fans and I've actually connected with a lot more people and felt like it was genuine and it's a good ass feeling. But, you know, there are still those people out there. There are still those people out there that when you start being yourself or you decide to be completely you, they're gonna question it. And I have been getting a lot of those people like in my inbox who are like, hey, are you okay? Like, um, what's going on? Or like, you know, why are you not being who I'm used to you being? And I mean, I think that's a pretty normal human reaction to somebody like switching up or, you know, not, being what you're used to seeing them be. I think people got to be more accepting, man, because I'm not going to be the same person you saw 10 years ago. I'm not going to be the same person you saw five years ago. And I think that that is the problem with being an artist. You're kind of expected to fit into these roles and you're expected to be exactly what people expect of you. And that is so so fucking stressful for people having to keep up with this pretense it's super exhausting for a lot of artists a lot of djs a lot of people in the music industry or in the entertainment industry like it's a really heavy toll to be carrying with you all the time man like i know i blew up off this song but i don't want to keep making 20 songs that sound like that one because that's what people want to buy you know it's it's just so it's just so like bleh, you know and I feel like anytime an artist expresses themselves they're like thought to be like and I and I mean really expresses themselves like how they actually feel about the music industry um because I remember like um uh, really big R&B artist I forgot her name right now 
but she expressed that she didn't want to be touring anymore that she hated it right and recently there's been another artist that's done the same thing okay i'm forgetting names today so i guess <laughs> jane doe is the name for today so jane doe expressed that she doesn't like touring expressed that she is stressed out and like I feel like anytime an artist does that or anytime an artist is like, this is bullshit about the industry. This is what you can expect of the industry in reality because nobody actually expresses how this shit really goes down. You never hear about it. And when an artist does, that is the fucking problem. It's like everybody looks at them like, oh, they're just burnt out or they're just mentally off or they're lying or they're bitter. No, bro, like, these people have been doing it 10 or 20 years that you haven't been doing it, and they're telling you how it really is, not how your idea, not how your, like, imagination of what the industry is like is. Just because this is your dream and because you're, like, going into it with an open mind doesn't have doesn't mean that you have to go into it completely blind and there's a lot of these artists that are like trying to warn you guys and trying to show you guys the negative part of being in the industry and i feel like so many people blow them off they're just like oh something's wrong with them or they're just they're just mad that they didn't get this or that no we've been through it like we have been through the fucking mud and we're trying to warn younger artists because labels don't give a fuck about you. Listen, they do not care about you or your life. Not at all. They don't care about if you're starving. They don't care about if you end up broke with like nothing to your name in the negatives. They don't give a shit. They literally don't give a shit. They're out for their own benefit and they're taking advantage of artists just like everybody else, and they're working together with the copyright office, with the streaming services, they're all like a big gang and they're all working together and they're all trying to take advantage of starving artists because that's how they make their money. And now that starving artists are starting to make a killing on their own and be good as indie artists, they're trying to put them down because they don't want that to happen because then they would all be losing their jobs. So, <laughs> I say that to say, no, people aren't bullshitting you when they've been in this industry for a long time and they're trying to warn you about how it actually works. They're just telling you how it really is so that you're mentally prepared to take that on and you don't go in blindly like a lot of artists do, like a lot of us did, you know? Like, I would not want anybody to go through the shit that I've been through in this industry, and that's exactly why I decided to start this podcast. I feel like every time I start talking on the podcast, I'm like, okay, I need to take a chill pill because I just get so hyped about it because there's so many people, like there's millions of people trying to do this exact same thing. They crave the fame for no fucking reason that makes any sense. And they don't understand all of the implications, all of the risks, all of the like negative things that come with pursuing this career nobody talks about that like everybody just tells you oh it's gonna be fun to go chase your dream go go follow your passion is not even fun bro like 
it's really not what people make it out to be and it doesn't make you any more special if you decide to pursue that passion or if you decide not to i'm not necessarily trying to tell everyone don't do it it's not worth it because that is my own personal experience with it but what i am trying to tell you is these are the things that you can be ready for and you can expect and you should know before you decided to pursue this because i've been through it and all of my friends have been through it and everybody in the industry has been through it because that's just the way that shit works you know and even if it's beyond your fantasy even if it's like not what you want to hear it's what you should hear because it's what i wish i would have been told and nobody told me and i had to figure it out on my own and realize like holy shit i just wasted 10 years of my life it just depends on you it depends on the type of person you are for me the positives do not outweigh the negatives there is way too much scamming way too many dirty people that you have to deal with day in day out there's way too much stress. There's way too much money to be invested. There's just too much of everything. Me and my team have literally wasted hundreds of thousands of dollars on this music career, and we have not gotten half of that back. And we're actually like working on sync deals, and that's great, but I still don't think it was worth it. I still don't think it was worth my entire 20s in such a miserable state. I went through a lot. I went through a lot. I know a lot of you guys are asking about my health issues. You want to know what's up. So I'm going to give you the tea. I'm going to tell you exactly what I've been through the last seven years. So I took on a job about, I want to say like in 2016. Why? Because I was fucking broke. Because I was trying to make this work for me and it wasn't working. So I took on this job. It was supposed to be an acting job. It actually turned out to be more like a stunt job because I was having to toss myself against this mat for eight hours a day. And I, it was supposed to be for three weeks. And I think I was working, I can't remember exactly how many days I was working out of the week, but it got so bad. I literally, I literally only worked, I think it was, two days maybe four something like that very few days <laughs> out of the three weeks I injured myself I remember I was tossing myself against this mat on the floor repeatedly so that people that were driving by it was like a Halloween uh, themed uh, drive-by and People were driving by and I would have to pretend to die by throwing myself on this mat. And I did this constantly for eight hours. Eight fucking hours I was throwing myself. It got to, I, I believe it was the second day. I believe it was the second day. I'm not sure. Don't quote me on that. But I believe it was the second day that <laughs> I was so injured. I could not move my neck without having pain. And I just remember being in so much pain when I got home. I don't know why my stupid young ass didn't go to the hospital. So I never got checked. I never got checked. 
I have no idea what happened. I just know that I was so badly hurt that I did not show up the next day. I was just like, I can't do this. I literally can't move my neck. Like, it hurts so bad. And five years down the road, uh, my spine is like all sorts of fucked up. Like, all sorts of fucked up. From the top to the bottom, I have a misalignment like in the in the top. So I have scoliosis. I have uh, I forgot what it's called. I think it's like atherosclerosis or some some shit like that. But it's like in the top of your neck where like a part of your vertebrae is like forward more than it's supposed to be. Um, it's fucked up in the bottom. I fucked up my L4, my L5, my S1. I have disc herniations. I have stenosis. Um, which means like my, the nerves into my legs are pinched and then my spinal cord is also pinched and I have a tear, uh, in my lower back and something else I can't even remember. I just have so much going on that like, (sighs) it sucks. It really sucks. And I know a lot of you guys have asked me like, what's going on? Like what? And that's part of it. Um, I don't know what happened, but I think, like, the last show that I did, because you guys know that I used to twerk a lot at my shows, um, I think I fucked it up worse. So uh, ever since the last show, I don't know why, but I I just remember, like, practicing at home right before the show, and I was kind of drunk, so I just kind of let it go. But I just remember, like, throwing like back like my my butt and like I just felt like a pinch and it just it like was fucking killing me and like I drank more because I was like I'll just drink it out and I got to the show I did the show and it was a great show it was it was really fun um but I overdid it I really overdid it and I started having numbness down my legs after that show. And it was like right after getting the two vaccines for COVID. So in my mind, I was like, what the fuck is going on? You know, like I was scared that I had the, what is it called? Ghoulian bar syndrome or whatever. Yeah, like I was like hella scared. I was like, oh my God, what if I have that? Like what's going on? Blah, blah, blah. No, I go to my doctor. It's it's my lower back and that's when they did an MRI they found that I had all that stuff and I've been dealing with it and nobody could tell me what was going on and they still really can't because technically it's my legs that are gonna be numb from my lower back so I'm not sure if it's that but like my spinal cord is being compressed or like something else is going on that they haven't found yet but um I've been dealing with that I've been dealing with a lot of shit the last seven years so it was that it was like my arms feeling numb uh I have like this overall foggy feeling I can never get rid of it anymore like it's it's been there for about seven years and um it's every day it's 24 hours a day every single day I can't get rid of it I don't know what it is uh I've been to literally hundreds of doctors they don't know what's going on and there's, I've had problems in the past and we thought that was the issue and it just never resolved anyway. Like I resolved those issues and it still never went away. So in the middle of all this, <laughs> which I mean, that's already 
more than enough for your average person and especially someone I feel like my age is just like why the fuck am I going through all this like you know I and I've been so angry about it for so long like I just keep questioning like why why does this have to happen to me like what did I do like am I like cursed or some shit you know but like I in the middle of music in the middle of everything like okay so that job I took on that job because of music it fucked up my back um then I moved into an apartment with black mold completely unaware and I was practically living there for like four years and neither me or my roommates had any idea what was going on it wasn't until my mom visited like I think it was last year and she like inspected everything because you know super inspector gadget mom (laughs) she has to like figure out what the problem is right so she figured it out she figured out that there were like there was black mold because we'd had leaks in the um in our air system and we had complained to the apartment about that but they hadn't done anything about it they they just like got somebody to come and wipe it up and you know they said everything was fine and like me being young like I didn't know this was a problem that can affect your health so badly right but literally this shit is like asbestos like I'm not fucking kidding you I cannot even explain the amount of fucking pain I was in living in that apartment so I I was going through like all these things where I was having like arm numbness I was having fogginess and you can imagine the fogginess was so much worse because we were literally being like poisoned with this black mold that was in our apartment that is toxic to humans sorry I I get really like this is hard for me to talk about because it was such a hard point in my life um I would say it was the hardest point in my life there's there's black mold all in our vent system we're breathing it in every fucking day for like four years it fucked up my mental state it fucked up so much like it depresses you and i mean like it brings you to suicidal depression like it is beyond that like i don't know how to explain that i literally i it gave me so much anxiety i felt like sick i I was sick i was really mentally sick and I couldn't even, like, go to the grocery store without feeling like everybody's eyes were on me. I would say that it was literally leading me into psychosis. And not even leading me. I would say I was already there. I was experiencing psychosis because of this. Shit, I would even say I was a little schizophrenic at that point. I was so mentally off. And it wasn't just me. It was my roommates, too. And I could tell, like, there was a complete change in all of us. I was really able to tell once we moved out because then we like all realized like holy shit we're like totally different people being out of that apartment like it's crazy that shit will literally drive you insane and deteriorate your health because of that exposure I developed super really really strong sensitivities to everything so like I'm sensitive to sensitive and allergic to like so many different foods now um to things in the air to chemicals like air quality fucks me up air quality fucks me up so bad i had to buy an air purifier and thank god it's like made a huge difference in my life but like 
it fucked me up in so many ways. Um, I have like all those sensitivities. And on top of that, I grew like really bad sensitivities to the pollen and dust and fires and like all that stuff that like didn't used to make me sick makes me so fucking sick now. And it really sucks because they're trying to figure out what's going on. Like I'm seeing a, a pulmonologist, I'm seeing an allergist, I'm seeing a nutritionist. But what what it appears like is there's this thing called MCAS. So it's something that exposure to, to toxic mold triggers in your body where your body starts reacting to everything. You start having an inflammatory response to everything around you because of that, that exposure. And so what's going on is it seems like it's such a bad inflammatory response and and COVID like like made that so much worse that like now even like my lungs get inflammated like whenever there's something that I'm allergic to or something that I'm sensitive to and so I can't fucking breathe like I literally I can't breathe I I I, like struggle to breathe I just feel myself like fainty like go into this foggy state oh and and that's the thing too it made me allergic to medicines as well which oh my god is such a pain in the ass because I want to take a medicine to feel better and I can't because I'll have a fucking allergic attack to that medicine. I literally went to the hospital one day. They gave me IV Benadryl and I'm not fucking kidding you. I went into shock off of IV Benadryl and there's so many different medicines that I used to be fine with. Like my body used to be fine. I used to be able to accept it. And now my body just completely rejects all that stuff. So I'm having to be on a completely vegan diet now. I'm having to, like, stay away from medicines that aren't antihistamines. I'm, like, having to do so many things and drastically change my life in so many fucking ways at the same time that it's, like, it's been hella stressful for me. And, like, trying to make all these different appointments with, like, I have, like, 20 fucking doctors right now. And they're all, like, trying to investigate, like, everything that's going on with my body. And it's just, it's been a lot, man. It's, It's really been a lot. But I'm at a point now where I'm starting to get answers, where I'm starting to figure out, okay, this makes me feel better. This, like, helps me a little bit, you know, like, different. It's, it's, it's seriously the littlest things, like, having an air purifier made a huge difference. California air is unfortunately some of the worst air in the world. Did you know that? I, I've had to figure this shit out, like, from everything that I'm going through. So I'm living in a place where there's a lot of dust, there's a lot of fires, there's a lot of pollen, you know, all these things that I'm so severely allergic to. And it's been really, really, really fucking tough on me. And that's a lot. That's a lot of like why I avoid going to certain areas. I want to go see my friends in LA. I want to go fucking hang out. I want to go do this, do that. You know what I mean? But like, I literally don't know if I'm going to be able to breathe. There's cities where I cannot breathe. Um, Colton, for example, is one of the really bad ones. I really struggle to breathe there. And the scariest part is it's kind of like an allergic reaction. You know, it's not it's not asthma. It's it's something else. It's like your your lungs are inflating. It's not like I can just use an inhaler to breathe. It doesn't work. It doesn't help me. And they're looking into it. It's looking like I might need like shots, like allergy shots in the future. But 
you know, I'm having to kind of stay in one place while I figure everything that's going on because I, I don't fully know, you know, so to a lot of my friends that I haven't been able to hang out or I haven't been able to like do this or do that, that's why, that's like the honest to God truth about what's going on with my situation. I'm going through, you know, all these things, having no idea at the time, because this was, you know, a couple years ago, having no idea what's going on. Um, my nutrition is off. I'm not eating right because I'm constantly doing shows. This is like in 2019. So um, my music's starting to pop off. I'm doing like three, four shows a night. I'm forgetting to eat. I'm not taking care of my nutrition. So that's going sideways as well. And then, as if that wasn't enough, <laughs> I'm struggling with women issues. I'm struggling with these things, these fucking little monsters called fibroids. And they are tumors that grow in the uterus or like other places in women who are going through their menstrual cycle. And these things are killing me. They're literally killing me. They're, I, I'm anemic to begin with. And these things, what they do is they cause you to bleed a lot. So in between periods, during periods, you're bleeding excessively. And I mean like, I, I'm not kidding you. I mean like fist size fucking clots out of your <laughs> vagina. I'm sorry if this is too much information, but... These are things that women go through. Like, we don't ever talk about that either. And I'm going to be talking about all that shit on here because I literally saw, you know, you guys know her. Um, I saw that she put on her, uh, on her Instagram that she was going through that. And I've been there. And one of my cousins, too, is going through it. I'm not going to say her name because I don't know if she wants me to say that because she hasn't made that information public. But she's going through the same thing. My friend's uh, brother's wife is going through the same thing. And, you know, I know so many women that are going through the same thing. You know why? Because 80% of women have them. That's a fucking ridiculous stat. And yet nobody knows what they are. I literally, I will go to the hospital for other stuff. They'll ask me what type of surgery I've had. I'll tell them and they have no idea what that means. This isn't stuff we openly talk about, but it's stuff that a lot of women go through and there's no research on it nobody knows what causes them nobody's doing anything to investigate what causes them nobody's doing anything to fix them because there's no actual fix to it it's just like we can take these out hope that you feel better and there's no guarantee that they're not going to grow back and mine unfortunately have grown back like two years later <laughs> so it sucks. It really sucks. Like, I, I feel like this is important and this is hard for me to talk about because it's so personal, but um, I feel like it's important because people don't know the type of shit that, that people go through. Like, you, you don't know anybody's story if they don't tell you. So, like, judging anybody and expecting so much of somebody when they're just human and, like, just trying to get by just like everybody else. I think is ridiculous and I think talking about this is gonna give you a better idea of the kind of shit I've been through while trying to pursue my dream. I did a show where uh, I had an accident because of 
these things that are in my uterus. Um, like I said, it causes you to bleed out um, unexpectedly. And that's what happened at one of my shows. And I just remember I wanted this so bad, yo. Like, I wanted this so bad. I fucking, I ran in the bathroom. Luckily, they were like, um, they were like waterproof pants that I had on. So I ran in the bathroom. I fucking washed them. I dried them real quick. And like literally as soon as I walked out, I could hear they were calling my name and I ran up on stage and I did the fucking show. And nobody fucking knows I, nobody knows I went through that shit. I went through a lot of different, I went through a lot of shit like that. A lot of shit like that. And uh, I never talked about it to anybody. Like it's shit that I just sucked it up and went on, you know? And it feels good to talk about it. Like, to be completely honest, it really does. This is like, I can feel it as I talk about it that like, it's like a weight off my shoulders, you know? But um, I was going through it. I was at these shows. I was completely anemic. I was losing a lot of blood, like, pretty much every day. It got to a point where I was at the ER every single week, um, every few days, just like hemorrhaging. It got to a point where they couldn't really do much else besides surgery. Like, I urgently needed surgery. Like, emergency needed this shit. It was going to have to be a myomectomy, which is where they open your, ab- your like, lower abdomen. Your, like, pelvic region. And it's basically the exact same thing as a C-section. You're just not having a baby. You're They're pulling out the fibroids, the tumors. So that's what they did. And unfortunately, I had a complication. I still, to this day, don't know what went wrong. Like, one minute I was fine. I was out of the surgery, I was fine. And then the next minute, I was bleeding out, and they had no idea why, and they thought I was going to die. And they had me... uh, They had me call my mom on emergency um and call any family that I wanted to come see me or that I needed that I wanted to talk to uh I was bleeding out for about three hours and my doctor at the time was in a fucking surgery and the people around me were such fucking idiots that they didn't want to go grab him because he was in the middle of a surgery and they didn't have anybody else who knew what the fuck they were doing. So they brought in about 10 fucking doctors and nurses and all these people are like all around me filling up the entire ICU and nobody's doing a goddamn thing while like one of my friends is watching me die. Uh, man, um, my heart rate went up to the 200s. I thought I was going to die at that point, but I was trying so hard to keep myself breathing and keep my heart rate down and try to stay calm because uh, everyone around me was freaking the fuck out. And... uh And I don't know how I pulled through that, but uh, the doctor got there finally um, and did some emergency shit. 
to save my life and um and I finally got a fucking transfusion cuz they neglected having preparing a blood transfusion even though they knew for a fact that I was anemic and probably too anemic to even have that fucking surgery but they still didn't have a blood transfusion on hand so the 3 hours that I was sitting there waiting bleeding out they didn't have a blood transfusion ready and I was having to wait on that blood transfusion to be processed and approved of while I'm like in this bed dying like <laughs> it was fucking traumatic it was a uh, it was a lot it was a lot a lot um and luckily I made it out of there alive and I'm very grateful that I did but I don't I'm not sure I came out of that the same all that shit all of these experiences all of these terribly horrible things and and more because I I'm literally just seriously just dipping my toes in what I've gone through over the last few years pursuing my my I don't even like to call it that anymore but my uh passion nobody knew what I was going through like nobody assumes that all this shit is going on behind the scenes but you know sometimes it is and I would just get on those stages and put on a smile and perform and it felt so unreal compared to what I was going through in my real life. And it, while it was kind of like an escape, at the same time, it wasn't. I had just gone through that two months before. I had a bad recovery, hard recovery. I got right back to it um, two months. Shit, I don't even think it was two months later. I planned like while I was in bed in recovery I planned a music video and I planned a bunch of shit I got up and I went and recorded this music video with like a brand new scar and in pain and I remember on that set um not feeling like myself because I just felt like I had gone through all that and here I was putting myself right back into what got me there in the first place and I remember people like commenting shit like I looked bloated or like shit like that but uh I would say it made me a very very strong person and because of that I don't regret any of it I don't sit here and think like, damn, I wish I did blah, blah, blah. Or I wish I pursued this instead. Or no, because really like pursuing is just, it's just a stupid concept to me, first of all. But second off, I'm like really fucking proud of myself, yo. Like I really am. Like I've been through a lot a lot the last few years and I've somehow walked out alive <laughs> like I'm somehow still here and I am somehow still standing my body is somehow still intact 
this body has done a lot for me like it really has it's it's I feel like a warrior um when it comes to my body like man (laughs) I I don't know how I made it out of that I don't know how I made it out of a lot of this shit and am I battling leftover health issues absolutely but mentally I'm like really proud of myself I really am I've come a long way from where my mental state was when I was living in black mold. I've come a long way from when I was very bitter towards the music industry for everything that I'd had to suffer through and put a smile on for. I've come a long way from that. And I'm definitely a changed person. I'm not the same person from 10 years ago. But I'm very happy with who I am. And I'd say I have the confidence that I didn't have starting out. That's for sure. Like, you can't tell me that I can't do something. (laughs) You cannot tell me I can't do something. Like, it's a strange thing when you survive because you kind of realize, like, oh, that's kind of all you are obligated to do in life is just survive. Like, life is hard enough. And that's the only expectation that you should really have of yourself. But other than that, like, fucking enjoy your life. Don't do shit that doesn't make you happy. Don't do shit that makes you do stuff that puts your life in danger or decreases your health in any way. Don't neglect yourself. Don't set your health aside. Don't do things that put your life in danger. Like, at the end of the day... It's just not worth it. Like, if it doesn't bring you happiness and it doesn't keep you sane and it doesn't keep you healthy, does it really matter? I think not. And so now I'm at a point in my life where I'm prioritizing my health. And I've never done that before. (laughs) Like, in 30 years, I haven't done that. And it's honestly a really, really good feeling because I know that I might not be able to get my body back to where it was before all this shit. I might not ever be the same. I might not ever be who I once was or the normalcy that I was used to and and that I want to get back to. I might not ever get there again, but I can know that I tried to. I can know that I did absolutely everything in my power to try and get back there. And that at the very least... My body is healthy as fuck because I've gone to extreme measures to fucking take care of myself. And if you're in the industry, if you're pursuing something, if you're working hard, I just want to say put your health first. I know that it can be easy to get swallowed up by the idea that your job matters more than your life, but it's not true. It's a fucking lie to keep you working in the system that needs you, okay? And remember, health is wealth, man. If you learn nothing else from this episode, please keep that in mind. Because as the quote goes, health is not valued till sickness comes. Do all the little things. Do all the little things that put you first, that put your health first, that put your 
mental state first. Do all those little things, whatever you have to do to look out for your health. Take care of your body. You're in it for the rest of your life. And your health is the first requisite of happiness. So don't forget about yourself and don't play yourself. <laughs> Till next time, stay healthy, stay wealthy. Mm-hmm. <laughs>